Temp Girl Daily Podcast, written by Stephanie Bond. Narrated by Tegan Ashton Cohan. Produced by Propeller Sound Studios. July 3rd, Monday. Will you come tomorrow, sis? Please? My boss at the garage has given me the day off. I winced into the phone. My younger brother, Donnie, was the only person who could get me to make the three-hour drive to Dewdrop, Georgia for a 4th of July family cookout. Okay, I'll come. Hooray! But I don't know how long I can stay. You'll stay until the fireworks, won't you? That's the best part. I swallowed hard. Of course I'll stay until the fireworks. Hooray! Will you bring beef jerky? If I can find some, I promised. My brother is autistic. He's on the mid to high functioning end of the spectrum, and he's an excellent mechanic, but he has routines and particular likes and dislikes. Beef jerky is a like. Gil will be here. He intoned. Gil Malone, my mother's shack-up redneck boyfriend, is a dislike. For me as well. Thanks for the warning, I said, and he belly laughed. Donnie's laugh is maybe the happiest sound in the world. If I could bottle it to sell, I wouldn't need a wonder drug like Beltina. I'll be there around noon, Professor. His nickname since childhood. Bye. Okay. Bye, sis. I ended the call and sighed. It wasn't how I'd hoped to spend the holiday. While it would be nice to see my brother, I dreaded learning what new bad decisions my mother had made. The ring of the doorbell broke into my thoughts and I bolted up. Finally, a maid. I wasn't sure how much longer I could stand the mess. I swung open the door to a wisp of a young Asian woman wearing a baggy khaki dress, apron, and sensible shoes, carrying a bucket of equipment that dwarfed her. She hung back. Thank God you're here, I said, gesturing for her to come inside. What's your name? She pointed to her name tag. June Wu, I read. Well, June Wu, my other housekeeper left me high and dry. Everything needs to be done. Dusting, mopping, both bathrooms need to be cleaned top to bottom, the carpet vacuumed, the bed linens washed and changed, and the kitchen, I mean, just look at it. She surveyed the smelly clutter wide-eyed. Do you understand? I asked, enunciating each syllable. She nodded, then set down her bucket, snapped on a pair of yellow rubber gloves, and set to work. I was dubious, but I left her to do her thing while I called Kyle to break the news I wouldn't be joining him and his friends on his boat at Lake Lanier the following day. Oh no, he said. Why not? My brother called and he's having a family reunion in southern Georgia. Your brother the professor? That's right. It wasn't a lie. Not really. It's a last-minute thing, and my mother really wants me to be there. 
Okay, that was a lie. Maybe I should go with you. No, I blurted. I mean, no one there will know you. He laughed. That's kind of the point, isn't it? I'd like to meet your family one of these days, Della. And you will, but tomorrow's not the best time. I'm starting to think you're ashamed of me. I gave a high-pitched laugh. Not at all. I don't have a PhD like your brother, and I'm not an inventor like your father. Step, father, I corrected, and still almost choked on the word. The only things that idiot Gil Malone had ever invented were new ways to dodge work. But I can hold my own in a conversation. And I give free skincare advice. That would go over like gangbusters. You'll meet them another time, I said, in an alternate universe. Besides, you wouldn't want to disappoint your guests. Will you at least be back before the fireworks? What was it with men and fireworks? I'll try, but don't count on it. He sighed. Okay. At least let me know when you're back home. I will. From the bedroom I turned into a closet came a loud thump, followed by a cacophony of falling boxes. What was that? Kyle asked. My housekeeper, I said through gritted teeth. If she didn't kill herself, I might have to strangle her. Go, he said. Bye. I jogged to the room and shrieked. June Wu was clawing her way out from under a couple dozen designer shoeboxes she had apparently upended with the vacuum. She looked stricken, and rightfully so, considering how many thousands of dollars of shoes lay around like bodies after a highway pileup. Angry tears gathered behind my eyes. I'd worked too hard to have nice things for them to be ruined by careless hired help. Get out of this room, I ordered. Go clean the kitchen. When she hesitated, I lost it. June Wu, go clean the kitchen! I screamed, pointing. She skedaddled, dragging the vacuum. I cursed and began to pick up the boxes. There went the woman's tip. Good help was so hard to find. I swiped at the tears, telling myself not to be so emotional. But in the face of tomorrow's dreaded trip to see my family, it felt as if the universe was trying to sabotage me, push me back down, put me in my place. I squinted at a pink leather aquazura sandal and whimpered. It was scratched. I was definitely being punished. My phone rang, and when I saw the name, my mood instantly vaulted. It was my boss calling. To congratulate me on a standout quarter? I dropped the sandal and connected the call. Hi, Portia. Hi, Della. Did I get you at a bad time? Your voice sounds funny. No. I used a cloth Christian Louboutin shoe dust bag to wipe my eyes, then blow my nose. Allergies. What's up? Well, first, congratulations on a great quarter. 
Your numbers have exploded. In fact, you're a big reason why Beltina is now the fourth most prescribed drug in the Southeast. I smiled. I am? It is? That's terrific news. I hope that means everyone will get a nice bonus. I crossed my fingers and waited. Portia made a thoughtful noise. Actually, I'd like to talk to you about that in person, Della. Can we have lunch Wednesday? The day after tomorrow? I asked, surprised. Yes, I thought I'd fly in and sit down with you face to face to discuss a change in your responsibilities. My pulse spiked with excitement, but I schooled my voice. Of course. I'll have to move a few appointments, but that won't be a problem. For Anthony. Good. I'll have my assistant send you the details. Enjoy the holiday, and I'll see you Wednesday. I'm looking forward to it, I said, and managed not to squeal until I ended the call. When I did, June Wu peeked her head around the corner, her slender face creased in concern. I'm okay, I assured her, enunciating slowly and loudly. I think I'm getting a promotion. She nodded. Gave me a thumbs up, then disappeared again. Just for that, Jun Wu might get a tip after all, I decided. A small one. Hi there. This is Stephanie Bond, author of the Temp Girl Daily Podcast. The drama keeps building, doesn't it? If you're enjoying this story, I hope you'll consider leaving a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts to help more people find Temp Girl. Thank you so much. And come back tomorrow for another can't-miss episode of Temp Girl. Temp Girl.